Mark Smith, and I want to thank you for joining me today as I deliver a new message in my series, The Process Part 4, and as we continue to proclaim, Why Not Me? If this is your first time listening today, please take a moment and listen to the prior messages with the series, The Foundation, The Perfect Storm, Where Do We Go From Here, and our current message, which we're talking about and continuing through, which is Why Not Me? Each one can be found on iHeartRadio, Anchor, Spotify, Amazon Music, as well as TuneIn, Google Podcasts, by searching for The Process-MarkSmith. Please, please keep sending me your comments to Mark at ProcessMarkSmith.com. I enjoy reading your emails, and starting the next series, we want to be able to start to uh, review those on the air. But before we begin, I want to recall my mission and or vision statement. Something that's my personal mantra of how to reach the destination of why not me. It's simple. In your path, storms will arise, but the wisdom gained shall give me the perseverance to answer the question, why not me? So, where have we been thus far? Let's take a trip down that lane. When we first introduced this series, Why Not Me?, it was paramount that we look forward in our quest for reaching our best life. And in doing this, progression required the release of some potential toxic items that were permeating in my life. Although one would probably surmise they were little in nature, but we all know the little things can manifest quickly if not addressed. To make sure I was able to quote unquote wash them away, my wife and I took a nice long vacation along the Atlantic Ocean. We were in Chinatique, Virginia to be specific. Some may wonder today what the ocean has to do with anything. And you know what? That is a valid question. For us, my wife and I, it's a place that allows us to regroup from life and make a deposit. A deposit of some of the small situations life can throw at us that can stop the increase of growth. You know, I don't care who you are. Without a plan and a path to get there, you will be spinning your wheels and honestly staying in a realm of stagnation. What is almost certain is even though I had the time of reprieve and time of clarity, life must return to a form of normality. You know, work, <laughs> the heat, bills, the things that, you know, we all must do. <laughs> you know, I don't know what state right now you're listening in from but i've learned that when i was young that unsettled weather is common during the summer months yes when the hot air and the cold air cross paths storms are imminent but doesn't this have the same semblance in our lives sometimes when things are going well and we run across that cold air as well now i know nobody fights to jump up to the front of the line when these arise and say I want a storm in my life. But over time, I've come to the realization that not all storms come to disrupt life. Some come to clear your path, the path to proclaim, why not me? Amid that often tumultuous event in our life, a profound thing happens to us that we don't usually appreciate until it has subsided. <laughs> I can hear you saying, Mark, what can possibly be profound about any traumatic obstacle we go through? Well, as I've witnessed firsthand, with the blessing of wisdom, 
It unveils itself to you and me. Something else that is even more eye-opening is we can now listen to others to offer wisdom as they go through situations. So as you can see, there's been a lot that I've covered in our journey to ensure we shall stand proud to profess. Why not me? Well, let me ask you something before we continue. On many occasions, have you struggled with some things that have been so trivial? Some people call them pet peeves. Some refer to them as idiosyncrasies. Whatever you call them, you really don't have an explanation of why. For me, okay, wait for this one. It's unloading the dishwasher. <laughs> I know, right? I would rather wash dishes and dry them than unload a dishwasher. You know, and my wife is like, wash away, babe. What is so amazing is, again, I still don't have the slightest idea why this bugs the mess out of me to this day. And I question why it does. But what I do know is that I can take it upon myself to release this and go about my business as this truly isn't not that serious. Although this is an example of something so insignificant, each question in life has a purpose and a message that is sending us. In the book, Caged by Damnation, J.D. Straub wrote, Life is filled with unanswered questions, but is the courage to seek those answers that continues to give meaning to life. There are some questions that shouldn't be asked until a person is mature enough to appreciate the answers. That's our topic for today. Answer. Allowing negative sources to whisper emotional reconciliation. Hold on. This message is poised to change someone's life and you'll see exactly what I mean by answer once we conclude today. Let's go with the first letter in answer, which is allowing. One of the things that I will always remember that my grandmother said is something I'm sure some of you have heard before. That is, it's not what you're called. It's what you answer to. This perspective of who I am, better yet, how I perceive myself, goes back to what we see daily in our mirror. Remember, one of the first things that we do when we get up? I'm going to spend some time on the letter A. And answer because we control what we give and we control what we receive. In other words, we make the choice to allow certain people and things in our circle. So let's break down allowing for one second. By definition, allow says to give someone permission to do something. It also says to give necessary time or opportunity. <laughs> if this isn't textbook for we control what we receive, I'm not sure what is. You know, I strongly believe that part of the reason that we are not able to complete the answer to why not me has been a mentality of allowing or giving permission to accept our current place, our current status. Notice I said had given, not have given. Some call it reality. Other call, others call it the truth. But in each case, this stings quite often, especially when we have been given the necessary time or opportunity to be placed in certain situations. You know, as I get wiser, 
again, not older, you won't hear me say older, the premise of reasons or results became even more clear in allowing me to embrace the confidence in the journey of why not me. So what do I mean? If we understand that all of us have the unique talent that nobody else has, nobody, and each of us are purpose, and we control what we give and what we receive, then we do not need permission for allowing greatness to shine and pushing toward greatness every single day of our lives. Therefore, although we are constantly learning, there should no longer be an excuse or reasons for why not me. A Belgian painter and writer by the name of Eric Pervenet said, and I quote, when we allow ourselves to show some patience and take time to listen to others, we may learn a lot about ourselves. Patience doesn't, does not endure instant gratification, though thought as well as self-knowledge it may take for a lifetime. He went on to say, I am on my side, but I can listen. Hmm. I think he's saying something else simple which is knowledge speaks and wisdom listens. Another confirmation that we have already been equipped with the experience of allowing life experiences to give us the answers to say, why not me? We've been poised. We've been primed. The answers are there is we choose to utilize them or we don't. Choices. So we've covered the A in answers. Let's move to the N, which is negative. <laughs> I thought about this as I began to write and I said simply this will probably be the shortest section in all my acronyms ever simply because negativity negativity excuse me is truly a controllable mindset and one to learn from why is it that a good majority of people me included but I've gotten better watch their local and national news daily read the paper if we are gearing our lives to one of a positive surrounding, positive activity, and positivity overall, doesn't it seem counterproductive to watch the news? Fortune magazine reported that 91% of reported stories in the U.S. are negative. And honestly, I don't think any of us find this statistic hard to believe. And what is disheartening is most of us, again, hear the negative information in the news and can't wait to share it with others in our circle. However, with well over 1,000 communication outlets, I'm talking TV, radio, social media, other platforms, this can also work towards your advantage to answer, why not me? See, in the most simplistic way of explaining what I mean is to say you and I are worth more than any negative thoughts and or actions. You're worth is not measured in likes, comments, notes, or followers, but your sh but what you share and help others to be kind and keep the negative comments from leaving your heart and your mouth are what we're called to do. Personally, I've gained greater strides in my own growth growth process. Excuse me, as people have spoken of me in a negative way, it has placed my soul and spirit at a level of peace. As I know that my messages are hitting home, the fact that they are listening and considering applying those messages, since they are emailing and asking questions about what I'm saying, 
Those messages and suggestions ensure I'm even more qualified to proclaim why not me. So we have A. We have N. Let's move to the S and answer, which is sources. In my prior message, the one of Shell, I spoke about how each of us had a New York Times best-selling book if we wrote in detail about our life. The ups, the downs, the wins, the losses, all along the way. All along this learning marathon, the only way we can tell our story is by the knowledge that has been attained along the way as we've become a valuable source of knowledge ourselves. The famous philosopher Plato said human behavior flows from three main sources, desire, emotion, and knowledge. Write that down. He said human behavior flows from three main sources, desire, emotion, and knowledge. So how does this help, help uh, prepare me to seek the answer to of why not me? There's an old saying that I recall. I said the mind replays what the heart cannot delete. Therefore, the desires that can consume us must be one of those that will assist us in a positive manner. It's no mystery why dreams come true when desires transform into concrete actions that drive our emotions. Once we've embraced the desire, balanced our emotion, the grasping of knowledge will, will truly be imminent. These three elements will help us keep the alignment of the source that impact our steps toward progression. Wow, we are moving quite quickly to get to our close. So we've got the A, we've got the N, we've got the S. Let's go to W, as I said, which was to whisper. Self, let me say this, self-actualization is tough sometimes when you're asking or tasking yourself to leave the old and create the new. Oprah Winfrey once said, difficulties come when you don't pay attention to life's whisper. Life always whispers to you at first, but if you ignore the whisper, sooner or later, you'll get a, string, a scream. Now, can I borrow some additional hands? Because truth be told, I've received multiple screams from those same whispers, which made me adjust my thoughts and behaviors. I've said many times that change is hard at first, messy in the middle, but rewarding in the end. One whisper made me ask myself a tough question that I wrote down and kept it in a secret place till I was able to answer it. It was a quite compelling question. It said, Mark, are you really happy or are you just moving through life with a smile on your face believing you are? Am I really happy or am I just moving through life with a smile on my face, believing I am? I talk about defining moments a lot. That needed to be addressed. That needed to be handled. That needed to be rectified and come to some reconciliation to answer the question, why not me? For all of us, this means that every day of our lives, we need to be ready to hear what whispers in our heart and in our soul. And as Oprah said, it rarely shouts, but it is meaningful to where it's going to take us next and often arranges our path or the path, the central path for us to get there. 
The whisper is to reach that comes to each of us. The action of reaching is the only way to place our yesterday in the ocean with the anchors of the past. So we've had A. We have N. We have S. We have W. And let's go to the E, which is emotional and answer. I've talked about how we all have the inner strength sometimes to control the thoughts we think, the images we see, and the actions we take. One reality value statement that I must make is we might be the masters of our own thoughts. That's true, right? But what else is true is, but we still can be the slaves of our own emotions. As human beings, we are all want to be happy, free from misery, and believe that we have learned <laughs> and reiterated the key to happiness. To answer the question, why not me, is truly inner peace, right? From my experience, the greatest obstacle to inner peace are um, disturbing emotions such as anger, attachment, fear, jealousy, envy, and suspicion. Another thought-provoking idea is to reassess why did I or why did we allow those emotions to chain us? A few days ago, I was reading the New York Times um, on my phone. And the columnist Daniel Goleman wrote a powerful piece on emotional doors. In his article, Goleman said, If your emotional abilities aren't in hand, if you don't have the self-awareness, if you're not able to manage your distressing emotions, then you shall remain stagnant toward many areas. Goleman and I agree that we cannot allow our emotions to distract us on the progression that's destined for us. His article made me smile as it reiterated so many things that have been that um, I've tried that's been given to you and the I, which is simple. The wisdom to answer the question of why not me. I want to move to my last letter, which is the R, which is reconciliation. One of the last areas that truly held me captive was true forgiveness of not only individuals, but of myself. Listen carefully. Are you listening? Nobody is perfect. We have all caused a form of discomfort to someone in our past. There came a point in my life that individual and personal reconciliation was the, one of the last pieces of my personal puzzle. Most of the time, we find it difficult to reapproach those who've offended us, as well as those we've offended. I've had the first-hand knowledge that it's not always easy to reconcile with people as well as internally, but it sure has allowed me to be free once I did. Reconciliation sets a new outlook, a springtime to the soul. Reconciliation is the fastest way to change your life and have the credence when you're called to answer, why not me? Let me put this message together with a story that I heard. It's called The Last Ride. It comes from a cab driver in New York. He wrote, I arrived at the address and honked the horn. After waiting a few minutes, I honked again. So this was going to be my last ride of my shift. I thought about just driving away, but instead I put the car in park 
and walked up to the door and knocked. Just a minute, answered a frail elderly voice. I can hear something being dragged across the floor. After a long pause, the door opened. A small woman in her 90s stood before me. She was wearing a print dress and a pillbox hat with a veil pinned on it like somebody out of the 1940s movie. By her side was a small nylon suitcase. The apartment had looked as if no one had lived in it for years. All the furniture was covered with sheets. There were no clocks on the walls, no knickknacks or utensils on the counter. In the corner was a cardboard box filled with photos and glassware. Would you, would you carry my bag out to the car? She said. I took the suitcase to the cab, to the cab, excuse me, then returned the sister woman. She took my arm and we walked slowly toward the curb. She kept thanking me for my kindness. It's nothing, I told her. I just treat all my passengers the way I would want my mother to be treated. Oh, you're such a good boy, she, she exclaimed. When we got in the cab, she gave me an address and then asked, could you drive through downtown? It's not the shortest way, I answered very quickly, but I don't mind. I'm in no hurry, she said. I'm on my way to hospice. I looked in the rearview mirror. Her eyes were glistening. I don't have any family left, and she continued in a soft voice. The doctors say I don't have very long. I quietly reached over and shut off the meter. What route would you like me to take, I asked. For the next two hours, we drove to the city. She showed me the building where she had once worked as an elevator operator. We drove through the neighborhood where she and her husband had lived when they were newlyweds. She had me pull up into the front of a furniture warehouse that had once been a ballroom where she had gone dancing as a little girl. Sometimes she asked me to slow in front of a particular building or corner and would sit staring into the darkness and just say nothing. As the first hint of sun was ceasing the horizon, she suddenly said, I'm tired. Let's go now. We drove in silence to the address she had, she had given me. It was a low building, like a small convalescent home with a driveway that passed under a portico. Two orderlies came out to the cab as soon as we pulled up. They were in solaces and intent, watching her every move. They must have been expecting her. I opened the trunk and took out the small suitcase to the door. The woman was already seated in a wheelchair. How much do I owe you, she, she asked, reaching into her purse. Nothing, I said. You have to make a living, she answered. There are other passengers, I responded. Almost without thinking, I bent and gave her a hug. She held on to me tightly. You gave an old woman a little moment of joy, she said. Thank you. I squeezed her hand and then walked into the dim morning light. Behind me, a door shut. It sounded as, as though the closing of a life. I didn't pick up any more passengers that shift. I drove aimlessly lost in thought. For the rest of the day, I could hardly talk. What if the woman had gotten an angry driver? Or one who was impatient at the end of his shift? What if I refused to take the run? Or had honked once, then driven away? On a quick review, I don't think that I have done anything more important in my life. See, we're conditioned to think that our lives revolve around great moments. But great moments often catch us unaware, beautifully wrapped in what others may consider a small one. Hmm. Every moment, 
every tear, every smile that's been prepared for us is all about allowing negative sources to whisper emotional reconciliation or answer, why not me? What do I truly mean? I mean that your past is your past. But now is the time to profess why not me. And in why not me, you have to look back and repair some of those things that have held you back. It's time for that emotional reconciliation to move forward or as I say, to grow forward. See, we often do not deposit the things in our life as learning tools that, that can be and shall be used at a later time. I've said deja vu happens multiple times. It becomes pertinent we harness the message like this one today. Let me remind you of our flight plan, which is so, so simple. That's in your path. Storms will arise. But the wisdom gained shall give me the perseverance to answer the question, why not me? We all search for the truth about ourselves and the answer to so many things. What, what is the meaning for this and why is this happening or a couple ones? I, I know of someone, you know of someone who needs to be reassured that allowing negative sources to whisper emotional reconciliation will create clarity for them. I want you to share this message with them. I want you to listen to it again. Deposit in your spirit for the future. As I always say, it's not if, but when we need that piece of inspiration to get us to the next day. This also gives you the comfort to know that your why is greater than your situation, which is part of your process. To my wife, Tasha, to my mother, Lee, and Mama Sarah, I love each of you very, very much. To my world's future leaders, my grandbabies, Kaya, Jalen, Gideon, Asher, Reagan, Ivy, and Luke, Poppy loves you, babies. Oma and I will see you soon. I want you to have a truly great week and remember something. Change begins and ends within. It's time for legacy changing days growing forward. I'll talk to you soon. I want you to have again, have a great week.